Welcome back to the Chasing Tail Podcast. Uh, you got your host, Logan and Kyle, our man behind the dials, Uncle Rico, Big Red. Um, this episode, we got a special guest with us here tonight. Um, new member to the Midwest Tail Chasers team. This guy, he hunts hard, harder than any of us three sitting here. Um, so, uh, first off, we're going to kind of do a little life update. I've been gone for, you know, the last episode, maybe two. Just one episode, I think. Um, So, start off with me. How about that? Um, Been doing the old health search. I don't know about you guys, but doing that during these time and days sucks ass. Um, We got a prospect, so we're hoping this uh, closes out good, but we'll see. Other than that, that's kind of it for me. Just... Searching for houses, living life. Sounds like that the end is could be near too. <laughs> Hopefully, that's the plan. With some acreage. Yeah, not much, but kind well, of in uh, Jess's neck of the woods. Is. He don't know that, but he, he might have some competition in the area. We can talk off, offline. But, um, Riley. Yeah, Riley. What's what's new with you? Anything going on with life? Heard yeah. you did a big uh, fishing trip last weekend. We did. Um, me and a couple buddies. Went, went up to <laughs> went up to Red Lake, um, to chase the what they call the elusive crappie, and I don't think that's such a thing. Um, we had a very very good weekend. A lot of big fish were caught, and a lot of fish were caught. Um, it was a good time. Other than that, just back to work. You know, trying to put food on the table. Help yourself, Kyle. Shit, that's hard nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> you're kidding. Me? Oh, geez, not much is new. Ah, <clears throat> uh, well, what are you doing tomorrow? <clears throat> tomorrow I'm picking up a new boat. I sold my old Ranger a couple weeks ago, and I'm picking up a brand new uh, Lumacraft competitor tomorrow. So 185, right? Yep, yeah, uh, 185 with the 90 horse Suzuki on it. So I'm pretty pumped about that. What else are we doing tomorrow? We're going to sit in it all day. No. We might get tattoos tomorrow. So... <laughs> To fill our guests in here, we're getting tattoos. Um, there'll be pictures to come too, but on kind of like above our knee, where, where Kyle's going to get Nebraska, and I'm not going to say the name of this piece we hunt with a star in the state. And then Logan's going to get Nebraska with Amelia or whatever, and then I'm going to get Nebraska, and it's going to say Doe Patrol in it. Yeah, so more backstory. We made a bet last year that if somebody shot a deer worth moaning in Nebraska that we'd all get tattoos of the state on our butts. That was the deal. This was and like four days into the hunt where it was grueling. We did not think, seen an antlered yeah. animal at Yeah, that time. we didn't think it would anybody would shoot anything at that point. It was hot. Just dead. Just hot. Real hot. <laughs> but uh, Logan pulled through and he got it done and here we are six months later getting tattoos. So pulling through on our bed. Well, pray for us. Hopefully we don't get what, HIV or whatever that's called from needles? <laughs> yeah, we, we even made an appointment. Yeah, it might not happen tomorrow, but... Soon. Soon. We'll see how many beers a guy has tonight. Might send an email or something. Send an email, that's... <laughs> maybe. Or just call him in the morning. Uh, we could do that too. Probably we'll get, get, we'll get have beers and Riley will call him and leave a voicemail tonight. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a bad review. <laughs> Oh, there's uh, so there's stories on yeah. that, but that's for another day. Yeah. But no, um, we'll introduce the newest member here um, of the 
Midwest Tail Chasers crew. We got Jess Hellman, um, good buddy of ours. Um, yeah, like Logan said earlier, probably hunts more than all of us. Guy loves it. So take it away there, old bud. What have you been up to? Yeah, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us, tell us about yourself. I'm Jess, and I uh, I went to high school with all these hooligans. Um, I was a grade below them in school, and my fiance is actually in the same graduating class as these three. And uh, I guess I can kind of a little bit about me. Me and my fiance are actually we're kind of in the same boat as Logan, and we're actually starting the process of building a house we have the land right now so pretty much building a house right now is is in the game plan for for us other than that we have a uh, chocolate lab chocolate lab puppy that I'm actually trying to get in the process of um, shed hunting and it's it's one of those that's been that's been a full job in itself yeah, ask Logan how that went. Yeah, I got a good duck dog, but I sent him off to training for that. <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, I don't know, it, I think the hardest, I shouldn't say the hardest part, but like, if you can get them, if you can get them interested in it, at least I've, I'm noticing, but it's, being a puppy too, his attention span right. is only oh, so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's a big help too, obviously, I don't know the training that comes with that, but I mean, this winter, I mean, he was what? three months old two months yeah. old not even he had antlers right away yeah. and he would sit there and chew on antlers and... i've read that even if you like it's like our dogs 90 percent of their toys are just ant- like sheds you know they yeah. love to chew on and play with deer antlers like i've heard like if you have like them for like to have sheds in the house to chew on like that will even help them because they like them they'll mm-hmm. recognize one and yeah, they know exactly. that it's a good thing you know and stuff like so, that so i mean you would know a little bit more because you've done the research but does shed hunting and like deer recovery and animal recovery kind of go hand in hand so like what is what is going off of like what is the dog doing I think it's two different sense are they two different but but in a sense though a shed has that same wounded sense right uh, do you, it's, it's a wax right oh okay. it's a yeah. wax yeah that's what i'm asking like i said i yeah and that's and that's what i've kind of like starting to get into is because he's had he's had an antler ever since peyton and i brought him home but you after that antler is in your in your house for even a day that that deer scent is off or that antler scent is gone so i actually have been getting them into the into the i guess you could say process of retrieving the antler and then after uh after after you can kind of get them interested in retrieving the antler then you then you slowly gotta get them to okay try to force him to use his nose and not his eyes. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is slowly introducing him to use his nose and not just his eyes. And like Kyle brought up, I brought bought some antler wax and it's one of those you just wipe the wax on it, you throw it and it's like find find the bone is like my cue. Like if you if you're bird hunting it's find the bird, find the bird or flush them. You know what I mean? Where but you just gotta have those consistent commands kind of thing. Right. And so like find the bone and he's actually been doing pretty good at find the bone. He'll put his nose in and now snow. It's it's not like I'm 
I'm honestly jealous of all those people in Iowa because I'm seeing people they have brown grass all over. Yeah, we're I would die for some brown for grass right now. For another month. No, like. are you? It's you just waste. I mean, you found one last weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I, mean, it, I don't know how. But I didn't have I didn't have any expectation. I just we just went for went for a walk just to work with the dog, and I found one. It was pretty much all you can do right now is walk trails, and that's what I did. I've never found an antler on a deer trail through the snow, and I've walked miles of them. Yeah, it's and it's it's one of those that you can it's all luck of the draw because like even we're supposed to get snow tomorrow and so if we get snow tomorrow you're you could be depending on how much we get you could be looking for antlers that you know what i mean even drop yeah yeah they're well, buried we've been averaging 10 inches snow a week all winter long yeah. So. Yeah. on wednesdays as me and kyle came to you know yeah. the conclusion it seems like every well, wednesday Jess, if you get that dog dialed in, I'll borrow it every once in a while. That's fine. No, it's it's definitely uh, it's a work in progress, but it'll uh, it'll if I if I get him if I even get him half as good as um, as I am, I think he could uh, I think he could benefit. It's just another set of eyes and another nose. You know what I mean? Well, I've heard too. Even if like they're not like trained, trained, but like they stumble upon one, and like you know if they're at toy and stuff, they'll still be like. Oh yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I'll exactly. Pick that up, you know? Exactly, and that's what I'm hoping for. And it just, like I said, it just adds to another aspect of the shed hunting. You know what I mean? So, it's uh, we'll see how dedicated I can stay. Right now, I'm pretty dedicated to train them, but it's it's a long process. When we'll you see. start building that house, it goes right on the door. But yeah, it's it's been it's been fun, and I'm hoping to actually I actually ordered a ordered online a pair of snowshoes because after walking last week in a row I will give you my snowshoes without snowshoes it sucks well I suppose now with the hard pack it helped but I used my snowshoes in like January when we had like three feet of powder yeah that was a nightmare (laughs) I I could have thrown them things as far as I could to the woods I would sink down I would, I, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm making my snowshoes. I'm gonna look for some antlers, and I'm just gonna cruise through across, across stuff, you know. And no, no, I'd sink up to my knees, and then it, when you'd pick, you'd, you'd sink up to your knees, and you had to dig the whole snowshoe out of the snow, and then they fill your boots with snow because they flip the snow up into your boots. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it just sucks because it's like you look at it like us in Minnesota here. You have it's 35 degrees and sunny. That's that's nice. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go out in a sweatshirt weather, but. So yeah, you want to go look for shed, but when you got eight feet, eight feet of snow, it's like, what what can we do? You yeah. know what I mean? Other than you can go ice fishing, right. but it's it's just one of those. That it sucks. We, like have, we said, have nothing we can do right now. No, like with we all the talked snow. about last week. Yeah, together. we're in the lull. It's like the lull, it's just it's definitely yeah. seasonal depression. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook is almost a curse sometimes because you see all these people in oh, Iowa yeah. and Illinois and stuff and. Picking up sheds left and right, and, but you would look at them there in you know brown grass and yeah. stuff. It's like God, what I would kill to be walking through brown grass and not three feet of snow. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a good three feet of snow in the woods. Right. Oh, absolutely. You can break through and go up to your crotch. Every time we get snow, it gets us back to three feet. It gets warm for two days, melts it. Yeah, and we'll, then fuck right back to snow. snow we'll we'll melt, melt three, then get four inches. Yeah. But yeah, I keep going, Jess. Where you kind of going? With? you know your life and well it's yeah it's kind of it's one of those where kind of i'm kind of doing things doing things backwards because like Peyton and i we 
We've been engaged since we've been get engaged since was it May? So yeah, it's almost coming up on a year now. But we wanted to. Our plan is we want to build the house and have the wedding at the property. So we're kind of doing things backwards. That'd be cool. You want to talk about doing things backwards? <laughs> I don't mind that kid. <laughs> Yes, it is. We all get to the end in the long run. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Divorced and paid child support. <laughs> no. no. Maybe Logan, but. Better not. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. Just made me cry a little bit. <laughs> sorry to Claire if she's listening. I didn't mean that. She doesn't listen to this. Not a chance. Go on, Jess. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's basically it. It's just one of those in the process of building a house. There's still still a lot of planning and stuff to do, but trying to trying to train train our pup and go shed hunting if the snow ever stops. Yeah, hopefully someday. But well, let's just talk about the whole housing market crap right now. It is ridiculous. Like four years, five years ago, you could buy a house so much easier than today. Yeah. It's just probably for half the cost too. Mm -hmm. well, like Kyle, I always think this, like you hit it perfect. <laughs> Out of school, went and bought a house. Me, my dumbass, went to more school and now look at me. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. The houses were a little cheaper when I was looking. Yeah. I couldn't imagine like what Logan and my other friends are paying for houses nowadays. Like <clears throat> yeah, like I bought mine almost four years ago and times were different back then still high for the time yeah, at the time i was like dude you're dumb for buying a house i'm like well i, I gotta live somewhere so i yeah. bought a house and we here just, we are four years later <laughs> yeah, they're double pretty, the price pretty fucking smart you look at what like my mom built their house and with their 40 acres and everything it was ninety five thousand. it's like oh yeah you can't even look at look at another no. building for no. that anymore. You can't even look the at a thousand square foot house in town for a thousand. The, the argument, you, a new truck costs more than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah. It's crazy. The arguments that you know old timers kind of bring up is always, well, you guys get paid more nowadays. It's like it doesn't equal out. No, no. not a it's chance. Not, no, it does not equal out. Groceries are more, gas is more, house yeah. is more. You well, name it, propane's more. Yeah, gas is. Yeah, and it's just funny how like this. Like life just it's so different from twenty five years ago, thirty years ago. Like I look at like I've even just bullshitting with my dad. He had a, a house and two kids by age twenty two. You know what I mean? And I couldn't have yeah. a, a kid like where we're at. Yeah, and he, he It's was not that like, hard. It's not bad. It's not as hard as you think be, it is. Probably not a good idea for you to have a kid. Why well, reproduce ever? <laughs> Dude Yeah. Nobody wants your hair chances. <laughs> I'm sorry. We knew that was coming in. Jess, if Jess are to have a kid right now, not not they're not that bad, Jess. No. They're kinda of fun. Yeah, it's, uh, I, almost, it's I almost dropped mine the other day. Oh, it's I'm... scary until you like first what? Three months is probably scary. First three months sucks. The first day you bring that little bundle of joy home and you sit down, you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. There's nobody here to help me. Yeah. Well, in our case we had help, but Yeah, Dan. Yeah living in the basement but still it's like i'm responsible for another human being mm -hmm. i can't i'm responsible for myself yeah <laughs> i can't trust you to even watch yourself on a good day riley oh boy so but, should we talk some deer hunting or yeah it's, so everything about you know 
Let's well, talk about how you got into hunting. Let's just a little backstory of why you hunt. You know how you got into it. Well, I think I think we can all kind of relate. It's either our our fathers or our grandparents. Like my, I remember, like I said, it was the it was my favorite day of the year. It's my dad would pick me up from school early on the Friday before rifle opener and go up north to my grandparents' cabin in northwest Minnesota and and that's. It's actually I shot my first deer with my grandpa. And it was a it was a fawn. I think that's kind of every everybody's first deer. But yeah, button buck of some sort, yeah. button buck or a fawn. Yeah, and um, but yeah, and it was it was kind of funny because so that's how I got started was rifle hunting and uh, just fell in love with it and and then my dad my dad kind of quit bow hunting once he had kids and stuff because as you know once you get you have kids in the house and you just don't don't have as much time to do it so he strictly just rifle hunted well and it was one of those where as a little kid i see dad's bow in the closet or whatever and so that's how i got introduced into bow hunting and then there was there was a solid probably five years i think where i didn't even rifle hunt i just strictly bow hunted just because i fell in love with it and and then um i think I don't know. This this is just my opinion, but I think three three years ago I started rifle hunting again because, like when I was going to when I was going to tech school, I I'd have random random times off. Like sometimes school would be done at noon, so I could go perfect, get home, be in the blind or deer stand by one thirty to bow hunt, and or even high school after you know what I mean after after school or whatever you could hunt. But as as you grow up, you get out of school, you have a, a real job. It's hard to, it's hard to be the, it's hard to be that dedicated, you know what I mean? Go get oh, those just, just wait till you have a kid, Jess. Yeah. It gets way worse. Yeah, I can, and that's then you got to convince the wife to let no, you go. Yeah. Strictly weekend warriors. No. After, or after high school, college. Yeah. And that's, and that's. Right. No, and that's exactly where I was at. So, if you wanna, if you wanna improve your, if you wanna improve your odds on harvesting a deer, because it's like, why do we all deer hunt? Because we love the adrenaline rush you get from shooting the deer and the experience you have in the woods. You know what I mean? And so, we love the chase. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I kind of face the fact that it's gonna be kind of hard to, it's gonna be hard to consistently harvest harvest any tail if you if I strictly bow hunt you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I never I never disliked rifle hunting like I said it was just I like the challenge of bow hunting but I had to kind of be realistic too you have to you have to balance in both if I wanted to which this year I got luck I, I got lucky and was able to harvest them with my bow on opening weekend but we'll get in that story later on we will <clears throat> pretty, like pretty said, hard though, to do that rifle hunting is such a tr- Tradition in Minnesota. Exactly. Your whole family does it. Yeah. And I always say I'm done rifle hunting. Like, I I strongly don't like it's rifle just, It's still pretty dang fun to do it. It mm-hmm. is, though. But that's, that's the thing. Like, you do it because your family does it. You go up to the cabin, like you said. You spend a weekend with your cat or your family at the cabin rifle hunting. Exactly. And that's what makes it fun. But if it was just me... No family at all. I don't. I don't know if I would rifle hunt. No, I I, I agree one hundred. It's that it's that deer camp mentality is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And 
it's kind of going back to where you first started kind of thing and that's it's that's what it's all about and it's like you said if it was just me if it was just me I probably would just strictly bow hunt too but it's it's all it's all the fun in it but it's just it's just everything it's hunting fishing shed hunting pheasant hunting it's all it's all fun to do he just he forgot he forgot one of the funnest parts what turkey hunting <laughs> turkey hunting. Come on. Jeez, Jess. Sorry, turkey hunting. Riley gets a stiffy for turkey. Ah, guy loves... Guy loves a good turkey. It's so much fun. Like, if I could... Fun. Honestly, if I could hunt... Up. Like, if I could hunt one thing, it would be turkeys, I think. No, if no, I had to shoot... That's silly. Dude, it's fun to shoot turkey, but it ain't nothing compared to a good it buck. It scratches the itch for a little bit to get you... Dude, you know, it's kind of like... You have a bird... Or, you have a bird... Goblin, it's he ass off. Shot a big buck. That's yeah, why we're kind. Of, we're kind of <laughs> in. <laughs> I'm kidding. Freaking dick. He has shot a big buck. Yeah, he just couldn't find it. Yeah, just couldn't find it. I'm just kidding, Riley. But I don't know. Like it scratches. Uh, I'm not really just kidding, grinding his teeth. It scratches the itch for me. It's just it, to yeah. get me two bow season. Yeah, it's but kind of. It doesn't get me going quite like. Dude, like, that gobble though. It is. is so when you do that in? first gobble on opening that. morning, you get. I don't care how many opening mornings I've been a part of or how many I will be a part of, but every time it's the first Stop. morning turkey hunting. Don't bang the table. Sorry. It's the first <laughs> morning turkey hunting, and you get out there and you're walking out the blind and it's pitch dark on here that just distant gobble from up in the roost. You're just like, you get goosebumps on your arm. Uh, for me at least. I mean, it's just no, like, you, oh, it's, it's gonna, it's go time. But. When I'm pulled back on a turkey, I don't have to worry about shaking <laughs> to death. Which is weird, though, because, like, uh, like even Taylor, I called for Taylor last year. I called for Aaron. I called for you. I called for Andrea, myself, right? And uh, even Taylor and Aaron, and my heart's racing the whole entire time, and I'm not even beyond the gun with the bull. It's probably different for me because I, 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 I shoot a Jake opening morning every year. <laughs> so it might be a little different for me. I but think dude, it's different for everyone else. Like, there's people out there that strictly probably turkey hunt, and they're diehards for it, just like we are for whitetail. Right. But I I love it. But what did you see ghosts or what? I hear the clock in the background or something. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, just keep going. But go take the batteries. Out. No, that's kind of <laughs> Jess. That's kind of where it started for me and you actually. Turkey hunting. Yeah, turkey hunting. You know, we—I mean, proud. we were—we were good friends fishing and stuff, and we'd bow hunt every once in a while. But you know, not proud to admit the only turkey I shot was with Riley. So I have him. Oh I have credit Dude, to give him. Uh, I swear. I'll give Riley credit any day of the year. He's a damn good turkey caller. Yes. He's the best yes. turkey caller I know. Dude, the we're having a competition. <laughs> he will smoke you any day. Oh, he probably will. But. Logan, I remember in high school. Hey, do you have a call I can borrow for the weekend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure, Logan. Still haven't seen it. I borrowed one from... Somewhere. Sorry, Wiley, if you listen to this, but I borrowed one from Wiley when we were in, like, 10th grade, and it's <laughs> sitting over in that file cabinet over there. I still have it. No, but that hunt, Jess, that still, to my day, is probably my favorite hunt, and I'm so mad. The video is Speaking of Wiley, somewhere. the video is somewhere. It's somewhere. But I gave Wiley the card, because I filmed with his stuff, and I kid you not, it was perfect. The way that bird came in, all the footage, it was awesome. This but, year, we're going to have to... We'll get a lot of turkey kills. I'm confident we can get at least yes. five full episodes. Hundred percent. I mean, I bet some badass. I bet us footage. four right here in Mush alone is going to be five. Like we kill one every year. Like I mean, Jake well, opening morning. Right. I mean, 
and it's it's one of those it's really like this this is for me too is i don't no little backstory i told kyle do not shoot a jake and if you're gonna shoot a jake at least make it fun and just drill him in the face right well i know what he does nope i go right to the sweet spot the yeah. vitals man dude ethical shot it was it was a shit God show. Oh, we, which which Jake we talked? I've shot a handful of them by now. No, the first the first Jake that was fun because we had them in the decoys actually, and they were responding and gobbling, which you don't get much out of them. The one last year about ready to run me over for Andrew shot them. Yeah, shit, that was bad. Well, they were from me to you away, and they're Andrew's like should I shoot? I don't know. Yeah, I probably. I and I don't know how she did not shoot another one. Like they were so piled together. It was bad, but that was fun. I don't know yeah. turkey hunting. That's my favorite. But so how many how many turkeys you've only killed one? Yeah, I've been really bad lately because like you've always asked to go almost every year, but like we'll go once and like either you're really busy in the beginning or I'm really busy in the beginning trying to get myself one or whoever. But you know, and then we go one time and it's like. Bugs are getting bad. It's getting warm. Or it's windy and rainy. <laughs> yeah, windy and rainy. I can't even how many times we've hunted in the rain. Yeah. And it's just like it makes a miserable. Which the rain isn't necessarily, I'm not a turkey blind expert, but the wind. Well, even the blind this year was horrible. Yeah. This they last, get goofy year, too. When I shot mine opening morning, it was downpouring and then finally it gave up a little bit, but just sat in the blind nicely. Sat there for like a half hour with no gobbles because it's raining. I was like, I would have been back in the house by then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We didn't last long this year, did we? When it was raining. No, well, it was it was really windy, though, too, when yeah. we went out. Hunting turkeys in the wind is... That's tough. Like damn near impossible. Uh, so, two back deer hunting? Yeah. God, you guys are gay. I, 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 I want to hear this story. So, Jess killed a buck on opening morning this last year. Early season Well, well, well let's back it up. Let's, let's go to your top two. You know, like... Your Halloween one, and let's go to this year's. Tell, let's start with the Halloween one with your bow. Yeah, what year and everything. So tell the whole thing. Two, 2016? Yeah, no, 2015, because I, I had my license for only a couple months, and it was actually at the at the Camp Ripley archery hunt. Um, I don't, you guys, I know Taylor's, Taylor and Mush have hunted there with me before. You guys have never done the mm-hmm. Camp Ripley hunt. It's one of those, it's, it's kind of a thing of the past, but it, they they still got big deer. It's at a it's Camp Ripley um, military military range in um, central. I guess you could say west central Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. And they let they give out twenty five hundred permits every year to go in there and hunt, and it's a a two day hunt and. It's one of those where you can't you can't go out to the hunting grounds until the morning of, and then so, it's it's kind of like a zoo. It really is. It's pretty much every every man for himself, and you just find a spot. Set up. Walking underneath. So, yeah. <laughs> that video. So, so you got two days to figure out a spot, set up, and kill a deer in two days. Is right. how it works. Yeah. So you, it's, it's only right. a two day se- like for each well, applicant, or how's that work? Well, so it used to be, when I went, it used to be, you could go, there was an A season, which was a Wednesday, Thursday, and you could arrive on Tuesday. So you could arrive on Tuesday, set your camp up and everything, but you can't hunt till Wednesday and Wednesday. Then you have all Wednesday, all Thursday. And then they had a season B, which was the 
the Friday after that. You could arrive Friday and you could hunt Saturday, Sunday. And we always just did the weekend one just with work and stuff. During the uh, um, daylight, it would be perfect because you can see and everything, you know what I mean? And um, and actually see like what kind of terrain or if you're, you know what I mean? If there, what kind of sign and stuff there's out there. But the morning hunt is strictly pure luck. It really, it really is. And, but then like my dad and his buddies, he always went up with the same crew for however many years. And they actually went in the nineties and the nineties was at its peak. And without exaggerating, my dad said a, a bad a bad night would be a hundred deer being brought in a night. You know what I mean? Wow. And now, wow, now you're on BC one. Yeah. Well, not well. I'm saying I'm saying like at the weigh-in station. So there's oh, a weigh-in station there. Yeah, harvest. So now now you're lucky to have a hundred hundred and fifty harvests in the whole two weekends. You know what I mean? But it uh so is that why is that you think? Well, they have wolves in there now. Yeah. They introduce, and there's actually a lot of bears in there too. Which bears aren't? They'll they'll kill the fawns if yeah, they get they're the opportunity. Yeah, they're destructive, but they go for the fawns. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting at. They're not as destructive unless the deer's already dead, or like you said, the fawns. But they have they have a wolf pack in there, so that's definitely definitely the cause of it, in my opinion. A few years ago, I don't know if this is 100 percent true, but they set up. A camera on a den in there with a female that had pups oh, really? and it brought almost a deer back I don't know uh, if it was a day or a week yeah and it would bring back 
Wow. Yeah. Well, and it's it's just crazy the whole like I, I'm a I'm a firm believer that you just have you have the the whole circle of life like you need you need wolves and coyotes but you don't you know I'll what I mean coyotes. you need what's that I'll take coyotes I yeah they wolves. can't yeah a pack of coyotes can hardly take down you know it'll take deer. down a, a couple deer a year yeah, but I mean really. like a wolf like Logan's will take down a deer a week mm-hmm. you know no and I I don't disagree with you guys I'm saying you have to you have to have you have to have, like you think about bears. We have a season on bears, turkeys. You have a season on turkeys, deer. You have a se- you gotta you can't have a an animal that's destructive like that and a wolf and not have some sort of season on it. You know what I mean? Some way to some way to main, maintain maintain them. them, yeah. Because it's there's there's nothing above them other than just natural diseases and sickness or hard winters, I guess you could say. But it's um. But yeah, it's definitely taken a toll on Camp Berkeley because it's not what it once was. But so back to back to my hunt story. One sec, it's not only just Camp Ripley. That it's like, the whole state. The whole it's state. state. It's like north of, I would say north of Onamia. It's bad. Even here, I had a guy knock at my door one night. Super weird. He knocked at my door, <laughs> and he's like, up north, and he's like, he's like, don't shoot me. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, guy that's going to shoot you, but sorry if I do. But he's like, I just go on house to house down the, in the neighborhood to let you know that I have consistently a pack of wolves on camera behind my house. Yeah. It's like, just letting you know. I'm like, all right, thank you. He's like, all right, well, I'm just letting you know. And he left. But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird to know there's wolves in the area. Well, it doesn't it, surprise me, but. No, and it's at my property, my dad's buddy. Buddy has property in Aiken, and I bow hunt there quite a bit. He has it's a lot of um, pine trees, and it's, it's tamarack. Yeah, that's what it is, and so it it has lots and lots and lots of does. But I've I get wolves on camera consistently mm-hmm. there, and it's and the neighbor next door actually has cattle, and he's actually had him kill his cattle. Like he's witnessed it, and it's. I've had, I think I've had three wolves in one frame on my camera at one time up there, and it's, it's definitely, whatever, it's a, t- it's a touchy subject, I know, yeah. for some people, but it's just, it's, uh, it's unfortunate in my opinion. Yeah, I, wolves up north this last year, I bet you I had more wolves on camera than deer during the deer season. Yeah. Like, now, I don't know what's changed. Now it's the complete opposite. Knock on wood, you know we have a lot of deer, not a lot of predators, but yeah, it kind of goes in waves like that. It seems like, but if it was up to me, there'd be a wolf season for sure. Well, and, it's, you, and you don't need to have. It doesn't need to be like rifle season where the orange <laughs> aren't. You know what I mean? Give out 200, yeah. 200 permits. You know what I mean? And that's not even guarantee those two hundred permits shoot a wolf, but mm-hmm. just something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so yeah, it was um, I it was my second year, my second year hunting camp Ripley, and um, and it was one of those I was set up in my stand, and at the time, at the time I had not harvested a deer with my bow, so I was gonna shoot anything, anything like a a, a doe, spike buck, basket buck, anything, anything. 
Nah, no, probably not. <laughs> I already I shot a few of those with my rifle, so I was, I was done with that. But, um, but yeah, so I was going to shoot dough or bigger. I was going to shoot anything dough or bigger, and it was probably a half hour into half hour into my hunt, and I look off to my left, and here comes a doe, and so right away, I'm 16 years old, I grab my, I grab my bow, I'm amped up, and, but it's point blank range, it's like 10 yards away, and it's right in front of me, and I draw back on it, and I just happen to look behind it, and here's this brown antlered buck with its nose in the ground chasing her, so at that point, I just let her go, and I shot him, and he, he ran probably 60 yards behind me, and he piled up, and, but it was just one of those, it's, I thought I'd like to take credit for it. I I did the hardest part on making the shot, but as far as technique or <laughs> you know what I mean, as the, the camp, time. yeah, the camp Ripley hunt. You kind of at that point it was kind of just I guess it was my my time. You know what I mean? Hey, rather be lucky than good. No, exactly. Logan's Logan's known. Logan's one hundred percent lucky. A guy who goes to North Dakota. I don't I don't got that many deer. Uh, Shoots at 179. Uh-huh. But uh, you're all luck. Hey. So, so that, was, that was the first buck with the bow then, huh? Mm-hmm. That was a good buck. I, I, I'm i curious. You should get it scored. I haven't seen it. That's, I'll I, that's, I'm sure I've seen it, but I haven't seen, it, like, at yeah. all recently. Let's score. Let's do a podcast. We'll score. Yeah, we can. We can score deer. We can score. Know. We can score both of them. I've never. I've scored sheds, but I've never scored. Unless they're gnarly, don't ask me how to do it. Let's see here. I only shoot gnarly deer. <laughs> Just gonna, I've I only shot the most deer. plain typicals ever so in my like life. Camp Ripley buck there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I remember. And this, the dark antlers is what I it's thought was cool really cool. Yeah, it's I love, a love cool chocolatey antlers. But yeah, that's a good buck for a Camp Ripley. And that's like, kind of... And I will say the coolest part of the whole story is that I think I was in, it was the first year registered at the weigh-in station there that day, too, so that was kind of cool to see, but, yeah, so, I don't know, and I haven't, I went with, uh, when, actually, I should almost wait for, do a podcast when Mush is here, but the year I took, the year Mush and I went, I'm not Matthew, as people don't know. Yeah, Matthew, we went, and... Same thing. You set up. You're setting up blind. It's it's dark. You're just same thing. Trying to find a a tree, straightest tree you can, or least amount of limbs as possible. And Mush and I set up or whatever, and we're texting back and forth. And then oh, the sun wow. comes up, and honest to God, I I heard him fart, <laughs> and he was like forty yards from me. We could see each other, and it it, it was just one of those that. Oh, that's, they, that's like that story with me and you. Oh, at uh, Wolf Lake. Wolf Lake. Yeah. We went both different directions. He kind of, I didn't know the property very well. And he, he brought me to this area. And I'm like, oh, I really like this area, you know? And Jess was trying to call me, but I, my slow ass is setting my stand up, is setting up. I get in my stand, I have like four missed phone calls from Jess. And he goes, Dude, you're way too close. And I turn around. <laughs> He's 100, 120 yards away. I'm like, Sweet, here we go. But we did see deer that night, though. Yeah, and I think, uh, but, and it was just one of those is the funny thing is, is it, I don't know. We can sit here and laugh. At, we can sit here and laugh at it now, but it's, 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 it's funny, but you're probably, it's you're, of you're course pissed. it's Matt Farton too. Yeah, Honestly, that shot. kid is him and Taylor. Wow. The gases guy. No, yeah, yeah. but that's, uh, yeah, that's camp, 
Camp Ripley for you. I uh, I don't know, but my dad, like my dad and them, like they they swear by it in the '90s. Like they said they some of the biggest deer they've ever seen, and they've actually been with two people that have harvested some even bigger than mine, and I've seen them. And it definitely it held it held it still does, but it held big deer at one time. It uh, it, and I don't even know if. I don't even know if there's many hunts like it even in other states. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a pretty special program. Yeah, yeah. Because I know back in the peak of it, oh. people would come from out of state for it. Does it? It used to be a huge. But thing. isn't Camp Ripley like one of the biggest like acreage? Like yeah, it's huge. It's it huge, is. and You're it's like, like to fill people it. in. It's not like what you'd see in well, South you... Carolina and San Diego. Like it's all timber like it's well, it goes, know, swamps it's it goes from little falls and the far north end of it goes all the way to pillager well and that <clears> you should look i'm pulling up on onyx right now it's, it's big so speaking of camp ripley so my dad had a hunting lease up in staples i don't know when that was senior oh, high school, year. Yeah. it was 2016 2017 i think it was like our last year and it was muzzleload season I haven't killed anything, so I went up, my dad was up, Claire was with. On the way out to my bow stand, I was bow hunting. Um, I dropped Claire off, walked the one shooting lane to my food plot, climbed up in the stand, foggy morning, not seeing anything. Claire texted me, oh, there's a deer coming your way. I was like, oh, okay, I'll put the phone away. Look and look and look down. 20 yards in front of me is just a great big timber wolf. Oh, no kidding. Double ear tags, collared up. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know? I was like, ah. Oh. You know, that's, that was a big wolf. And seeing one in person like that, it's like, you they, wouldn't want to They give you the heebie-jeebies oh, yeah. see you in person. And yeah. there was another one, and there was, I wish I could have got a picture of the second one, but it was a hundred and some yards away, you know, heading a different direction. It was like a black, like dark gray, super black. And uh, that... Wolf, so our lease <laughs> hunter butted up to state land. Yeah. Well, that wolf ended up getting shot that more like, I don't know, 30 seconds after I saw him. No, oh, no, okay. Yeah, the, the one that you yeah, take. You and didn't like the, know he got shot right away, but you figured. Yeah, it was like, after, it was in that direction. I don't know, it felt like it was 20 seconds, but it might have been 10 minutes. And you hear, wham! And that was it. I. I figured it was the wolf, um, but turns out TNR called the home or the landowner, um, asked for permission to go out and get it. Turns out that wolf was collared at Camp Ripley, which is as crow flies thirty miles. Yeah, that's crazy. That's thirty miles might not seem like that much in a car, but for a wolf, like who? He was probably doing circles everywhere. Going through cities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. Like that's, it's crazy that's, what they'll travel. Yeah. I don't know what like a wolf's home range is, but like a mountain lion, it's a 200 square mile home range. Yeah. That's I mean, huge. Mm-hmm. They were telling some shattering like in, in Nebraska when we went out there that that they, they just have these giant ranges and like they say they're there, but they don't really know. They, there's one yeah, sighting and that one could have been... Elusive animals. Like you'll right. see one. Like I don't know if the one that we had on camera was for sure a cougar up north. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I, you've seen that picture, probably. Oh, at at the the new one. Yeah, not new. not Staples. Yeah, no. This yeah, is the yeah, new land. Yep. Um, that I mean, that had to be a, a 
cougar. It was, it was huge. It was big, long, rounded ears. Moral of the story is we got one picture of that and you never see him again. He's probably four counties over. By, yeah, you, know, you mean like two state days. even. Yeah. Um, so new information: Camp Ripley is fifty-two thousand acres. Wow. So that's a lot, that's of, a lot like, of acres. Yeah, that's like well, let's put it in comparison to to um, there's a big place in in Nebraska. Halsey or Valentine? Yeah, I think I think it's Halsey. Halsey's twenty six. Yeah. We we drove through it the one day and we were an hour and a half in and we're like we still weren't at the end of it and we're like. I we, 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 that that, was terrible. It was yeah. terrible. We're like we're, let's go for a quick this? quick quick little cruise through Halsey and. Yeah, and well, it's kind of it's kind of an I don't know it's kind of another odd thing about Camp Ripley is uh, there's actually like certain zones they have signs that you can't you can't go on because of it's above my pay grade but something military and duds <laughs> and stuff like that you don't you don't want your arm to get exploded yeah, off you know what I mean it's beyond a heating guy's uh, pay grade <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but. So it, it's one of those. Could you could you imagine? Like I I would hear I'd be talking to people at the weighing station at night and oh yeah so and so shot one and they couldn't track it because it ran on they they ran on the in the no no entering you know what I mean oh, part of the, could you imagine man. shooting a, a hundred and thirty plus inch deer and you can't it, it's you know I couldn't even what what would you do it, it'd be so hard uh, it'd be. I, I'd be if I shot 140, 150 inch deer and it ran past the boundary where you can't go and retrieve it. I would be sick to my stomach mm-hmm. for months. I'm not not even gonna say weeks. It'd be months. I'd be sick, probably a whole year. Well, and <laughs> not more. The rest of your life. The rest of my life. I mean, 140, 150 inch deer aren't that easy to come by around here. No. It's funny to think, but it'd be tempting because it's like, well, well, it's cool. it's my life I'm sacrificing. Who's to say that I can't just sneak out? You know what I mean? Guy it's... steps to the boundary, gets yeah. shot immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so that was always one of the one of the weird ones too. Is some people would actually some people that had been going there for years, um, they would actually like game plan on their locations on where they hunted as far away from there as possible to try to avoid that. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. Camp Ripley's a crazy place. It's cool to say that you have shot a, a nice buck out there. Yeah, too. that's like it's, when I was I was going back and forth, like, Dad, do I mount it? Because realistically, is it's not, it's not about the score, Jess. It's about the experience. No, I, and that's why I was going back and forth on mounting it or not. And I'm glad I'm glad that I did. And that's kind of because now I have kind of a set point. Like my buck I shot this year is bigger than my Camp Ripley one. So it's kind of like... It's bigger than the one that I already mounted, so that's kind of the trend I've been going on. That's Did cool. you get down mounted? The, the one you shot this year? Yeah, it's my neighbor. <sighs> my, my neighbor Nick is a taxidermist. All right, so. I I don't want to. I know Nick. I don't want to disrespect him if he does good work, but that short coat deer from Justin. So Justin, the oh. guy that we take our deer to, he like specializes in like short coats. He, like, he loves doing. He them. loves like, it. He loves the detail, thing. the character in them, and like you shot a short coat, and he, if you would have brought him that, he would have been just. He would have, that would have been his pride for the year. Is that short he, coat? Yeah, he, he loves. He that. loved yours. Like he's like, oh, this turned or out so Logan's, sweet. When we picked up Logan's, he was grinning ear to ear. He's like, 
we're like, oh, it's so nice. Like, yeah, look at this. Or look at this. Yeah, or look what I did here. You know, yeah. look at this. No, and Dude. it's just crazy because that's like my neighbor Nick. He was in awe of it too. Like the, the just how gray and how different they are mm-hmm. earlier in the season. Well, you can see the, see the the mm-hmm. muscle and the and muscles stuff. and like yeah. their veins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yours, how Kyle's his uh, white tail and velvet. It's turned one way, and so like the muscles. He has the muscles like crinkled and like three muscles. It is it the. Is it four? No, I said oh. or or the he's got the ears oh, twisted yeah. and the the wrinkles around the ears is just. It just that that deer of Kyle's, I can remember very vividly the first time we saw him. He skylined himself in the sun, and all three of us in the truck were like, "That deer is extremely orange." We we slammed on the brakes and we're all like, "Dude, look!" Because he it was just our first decent yeah. deer we've seen in Nebraska ever. Yeah. So and, and like now we know why, but that coat is so orange mm-hmm. and it's very uh it's just such a pretty deer. I remember, sorry, we're getting off of Jess, but I'm just going to say this real quick. No, oh, you're good. That morning that I shot that deer, it was the first time I, we seen him from the truck, like a long ways away, half mile or quarter mile maybe. But the next morning, I'm, you know, looking around on my phone and trees and sticks and stuff. And I turned and looked and he was just right there at 20 yards, just popped up out of nowhere. And I looked, the first thought in my head, I remember this clear to this day. My first thought was, wow, that's a pretty deer. Just like short, the, the, little short coat, sorry. Oh, yeah. By far the best to shoot. I'm excited for you to get yours back, Jess, because yeah, you'll love it. Be it, it. It's addicting to have a short, short I coat. I want to shoot a white tail now and short coat. Yeah. Well, go, go into that deer a little bit. Yeah, let's hear about your uh, opening weekend white tail for Minnesota. That's very, uh, <laughs> like very rare to do. Yeah, to, feel, to fill everybody in, it's, there's not a lot of people that kill good bucks that time of year. Well, and I couldn't. I couldn't go the, uh, the, so Saturday was opener. Um, I wasn't able to go cause we had a, we had a funeral that Saturday. So I wasn't able to go Saturday and that's the whole, it was actually funny cause Sunday morning I was golfing with my brother and my uncle who was home from Seattle for the funeral that we were at. So we were, we were golfing and it, it was hot, but let me backtrack. So, um, I shot it at my fiance's father's property and I've been I've been watching this buck along with two smaller bucks and then a handful of does, four or five does. And they for the past two weeks prior to when I shot them, they they'd come out eating the acorns. He has he had this big group of oak trees on the back side of his property that if I walked a little ways into the woods I was able to glass with my binoculars, so it was pretty much every evening after work, I'd sit out there and just watch and like take notes on, okay, when are they, when are they coming out? Where, where are they coming from? And, and so fast forward two weeks later and there wasn't, there wasn't many nights where they didn't come out. So fast forward the opener, I wasn't able, I definitely, I just, I never hunt the mornings in September. It's always the evenings just, just cause I don't really have a lot of, properties that have easy access you know what i mean they're still in their summer pattern and it's i've just young being young and stupid and learning i've blown way too many deer out you know what i mean well, going that's out how you learn, right? in the mornings yeah. and uh so saturday evening i wasn't able to go out and then sunday morning i was golfing and it was hotter than heck it was like 80 degrees which is hot for you know what i mean for archery hunting but i got home from golfing at 
probably 12 30 and I to be honest I wasn't gonna go out but Peyton my fiance she's the one that says well you should go out because you you've been watching them you've been watching them come out every night she's like you have the time and I, I just really wasn't because I've been golfing and sweating out, you know what I mean I it's hard to go out when it's 80 right. exactly <laughs> and this was different I didn't have a pre-stand hung I was gonna set it up that day and do a running gun style and Hang and bang. Yeah, hang and bang. So, um, but so she persuaded me to go, and so I went set up um, with my hang on and climbing sticks, and I think it was all. I think I was set up by probably two thirty and uh, sweating balls, of course. By, by the <laughs> That's time. That's a long wait for yeah. you know, the yeah. last half hour. Of oh, because yeah, that what when, when the sunset seven thirty. Yes. No, that's exactly... But with a situation like that, you want to be out there early, exactly. like long before they even think about getting up for the night. Yeah. So I was set up and in the stand by 2.30ish, and uh, but that's exactly what was my thought, is I didn't, I didn't want to, you know what I mean, be out there a half hour before they came out in case they came out earlier, you know what I mean? You just want to give yourself time to settle down. And So I set up, and 230 Three thirty comes around. Pretty soon it's four thirty. Still not. It's still perfectly day light mm-hmm. out. And I mean, there's still three hours left of light. And six thirty comes around, and two does came out. And so I was watching them and watching them. And and like six forty five came around, and I'm like, it was just those two does. So I was starting to get pretty like okay, like what the heck, you know what I mean? I was kind of like gonna. Not throw in the towel, but just like, start to like get what the heck. Yeah, start to prepare for going in and stuff like that. And and I had, um, I had like fifteen because at that point you're you're checking your phone and everything to make sure that legal shooting is um, still a go. And pretty soon, just out of nowhere, and they came they came from the total opposite side of the woods from where they'd been coming before this buck and along with one of the smaller bucks and two other does came out and so I'm like all right it's go time and I got my bow and they came and they came straight across in front of me so I had my bow ready and he came in like the worst (laughs) the worst spot he could have came because he came and then he came off to my right and being a righty shooter you know I mean that's hard oh it's so hard hard to swing around but then on top of it I had a had a branch right here so I either needed to shoot him before the branch or after and he's so by this time and same thing I checked my phone one last time and I had seven minutes left of legal shooting so I'm like okay so I put my phone away and he gets right where that branch is to my right and I draw back on him and I put my sight on him and the branch is right in the way so I literally I squat down like I'm doing a <laughs> squat you know what I mean in the weight room so I'm down on a squat and I'm like this and I shot and my lighted knock, my lighted knock lit and then all of a sudden it was just gone. And it's, and at this time I look at my phone and I had two minutes left of legal shooting, but still it's, it's dark, you know what I mean? So I'm listening to listen to see if I can hear him drop. He, he took off right away and I was just so confused like, okay, what just happened? <laughs> Did I... Did I did I hit him? Did I miss him? Like, cause I didn't normally in all the all the other deer that I've shot, I either see the lighted knock stick in them and continue to run, or the lighted knock is in the grass lit up. You know what I mean? If it's a pass through or or a miss, but <laughs> um, but 
So the light did not lit, but then just out of nowhere it went out. So I was at absolute awe on like what happened. Did you like hear any like thwap or anything from like when it hit him? Like, yeah, it it was. I heard just a big thwack, but it's and normally, normally it's one of those in my past experience. Last time I heard that, I hit it in the shoulder. So I was. Yeah, I know of, that <laughs> noise way too good. Yeah, so we I was gonna like that noise. No. I, just didn't, I just didn't know what to think. So, um, so right away I get down, and the first thing I always do is I just go and set something by the. The initial impact, you know what I mean. So I went, grabbed my bow, set my bow um, against against the general area where where I thought I shot him, and then from there I just started to do a little bit circles, kind of like a little grid search, looking for blood. And I didn't. I looked for probably 10, 15 minutes, and I couldn't find any blood whatsoever. So at that point, it I didn't have really. I didn't really know what to think, but my hopes weren't very high, you know what I mean? That's the worst feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I call my I call my dad and um, I call my dad and brother and tell them that I just shot one and told them and mind you, this is on a Sunday night and I work the next day. So <laughs> that that added a lot into it. Um, but so when they came out and we we grid search and grid search with lights and we were about ready to throw in the towel and then we were going to go back and look the next day. But on the far, so it'd be the far east side of the property, Peyton's dad has a old fence line. And I thought, well, I'll just go there and see if I can see any blood along the fence line. You know what I mean? Or like we're going to jump yeah. it or duck it to cross it. Yeah, exactly. And I went and then the southeast corner of it, there was just like a deer highway. You could tell where they, and that's where I'd been seeing them. I didn't physically see them because I couldn't see that far back side of the property. I couldn't see that far back, but you could see that's where they'd been funneling in from every single night. Cause it was, you could drive a, a car through there and wouldn't you know it, the blood, the blood just opened up like crazy right there. And so right away, my my hopes got a little bit higher. I'm like, okay, we're we're in business. And um, so then we hopped the fence and um, we're blood, blood, blood. And then all all of a sudden, um, my brother Josh is actually the one. He goes, found an arrow, and the arrow was just painted in blood, and the light and knock was lit. And um, and then not. 20 yards from my arrow was there he lay dead and it was uh not to toot my own horn but it was probably the best shot i've ever put on a deer i didn't know it at the time but so he was he was slightly quartering to me and it came right behind his front shoulder and then ended up kind of in the front of his back hind leg you know so it was and now i know exactly what happened is he was quartering to me that arrow went in him the lighted knock was enlarged inside him and that's why I couldn't see the light. But at the time, like I said, you don't you don't know what to think when it's when it's getting towards the end of light. Well it's that dark, yeah, it's yeah. hard to see in general. Yeah. So so I was kind of it was all it was one one big roller coaster. It was <laughs> yeah, no kidding. it was crazy and but like I said it was uh once he started once he started to bleed, he bled like crazy. It was just a matter of finding the That's like, crazy to think like and it makes sense, but even even if you have one hole, obviously with the arrow in it, you're not going to get that much. But in your circumstance, it sounds like you had two holes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, as soon as that arrow pops out, 
it's crazy how the blood just opens up. I mean, I, I didn't I've have seen a lot that on a handful of occasions. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had a lot of blood on the one I shot that I couldn't find. If you would have had a pass through that deer, probably only would have went right. How, how, how far do you think you went total? Like you could ballpark it. Well, the filling in. How how big is this? Is this partial of your of your soon to be father in laws? He has what is it? Fifty acres. Fifty acres. I think it's what he has. Um, yeah, fifty acres, and uh, it was probably I'd say eighty yards from where from where I shot him. It was probably eighty yards, so a hundred yards from my stand about 80 yards from where I shot him but it was just it was the uncertainty because like from the moment we crossed the fence he was only 20 yards from the fence you know what I mean mm -hmm. so well like when you're looking for deer 80 yards can be a long ways exactly in any direction well it don't even seem like it and it's no. and it's dark and it's dark too you know what I mean so it's it at the time it seemed further than it was but then when you go back there in daylight you could you know what I mean you oh, could yeah. uh it's it's not as far as uh it's not as far as it seemed at night, but the guy had so two years ago on Thanksgiving night I bought my new V3X and I was like mm -hmm. I'm going out I'm killing something with this and I had that same situation where it's low light doe came in you know quartering two and I smoked her I heard her fall we went to go find the arrow find blood there was nothing I couldn't. I was like, last I heard, she was only like 30 yards over here. Mm -hmm. And we walked, I just walked where I thought I heard her. Never found a speck of blood until I found her laying basically 25 yards from where I shot her. Yeah. They, like so, the doe I shot last year didn't, didn't really bleed yeah. at all either. They, so, sometimes they just don't bleed. Like the one where you said you smoked her. So this is something I, I actually heard for the first time um, in Nebraska. That what they call that diaphragm pop. Have you Have you guys ever heard that before? Like... I shoot my heart every time. I don't know. <laughs> well, Did I cut that over here? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you hit him in the liver every yeah. time. Yeah. Two, two deer within two days. The liver. In straight Dude, liver. The, the, the thing is with the liver is it's soft, so you get a pass through. <laughs> yeah, but it takes <laughs> you, you six hours, hours to find them. <laughs> that doe, you got lucky. You hit that thing square in the liver, and she didn't run more than... 75 yards. Yeah, exactly. Do you need it to run less than 75 yards? No, I'm just saying, I think you got a little lucky. I did. That was weird because you swatched it too. Yeah, I literally, it was so weird. It's like, I'm sitting in this grove and me and Kai got a little closer than we thought, but we were hunting this this big whitetail that we kind of thought this was one way he was coming. So that way we would split it, you know, and hopefully one would see We are two, two separate right. tree lots. Or yeah, tree belts or whatever you want to call them. And we're sitting there and, and all of a sudden I just hear whack and i'm like what instantly i'm like god yeah kyle just shot one you know so and all of a sudden i see something like running and just standing there and i'm like what the hell you know so i text kyle and i'm like did you shoot one no response still waiting no response and i'm watching this deer now like literally just start head going in between hunching up and her tail is just flickering 100 miles an hour it's kind of sad to watch yeah. yeah and she I stood there it. i kid you not that was probably half hour 45 minutes no it was 15 to 20 i don't know but i, I oh no we were watching them almost in the dark you know like after i she shot her like, like 20 minutes before dark and then we watched her till it got dark yeah and like where it was pitch black and then we went in but yeah dude she stood there for i walked she didn't hour. she didn't take a step she nope. didn't didn't do anything she just stood there 
And when we went back to the truck, we came back like an hour and a half later, and she was laying dead exactly where me and Riley sat and watched her. And it was a square. It was my bad. It was a 20-yard broadside shot. It was rushed because she was... While you're on your butt. I was on my butt sitting inside of a cedar tree. She came running up because Taylor spooked her from the other side of the property. Fucking Taylor. <laughs> she came running. She was running straight at me. And we were all like... It was getting late in the, late in the trip. We are like, we're going to grease the dough the next one we see. And she's running straight at me. I'm sitting on a deer trail. So I'm like, <laughs> God, she's going to run right over me. And she gets to 20 yards, stops and turns broadside and stares it at me. I'm like shit you know and i pulled back quick and like i I definitely rushed my shot and it would could have i mean it was the easiest shot you could ever ask for in your entire life Mm -hmm. 20 yards broadside from the ground and i shot her square through the liver but it worked (laughs) isn't that on the ground though like when they're coming at you just in a general rush oh yeah you can't explain that i was in a ground line in the middle of the woods the big we shot this year on over my shoulder on the yeah, ground. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> but my big, big one, seeing that thing come in, that was... Yeah, that that's... Never, I barely could pull back my bow. I was yeah. like in an awkward position in the blind. Well, it's like a whole, other, a whole other point to like these stories. It's kind of like your western hunts. It's when you can harvest a deer that early in the season, it makes your... Almost your season more enjoyable more at relaxing, home. Relaxing, for oh, sure. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't have the... Well, we're not fortunate enough, like the states in the south, we can harvest more than one buck. You know what I mean? It'd be different if we could, but we only get one buck and X amount of does, depending on where you're at. So when you can harvest a deer in the early season in September, it just makes October, November that much more. Not only because if you if you wanna if you wanna go out and hunt, you can go out and hunt. But not only that, but if you <laughs> You know how it is. Your alarm clock goes off, and it's sometimes oh, you hear the wind howling out, wind howling outside, and it's colder than shit out. It's it makes it, it makes yeah. it a lot more relieving. And yeah, I'm just gonna. Oh, if if, it, if it's if it's November fifteenth, and I still have my buck tag in my pocket, I'm stressed to the max. Yeah, exactly. Like I, there's no relaxing for me. I even shooting the Nebraska mule this year. I was. You guys can attest to it. I was worked up to the max not you seeing were, deer this year. Yeah. Like I... Well, and like I've shot deer in Nebraska first week of September. And it, it is, like Jess says, a huge stress layer. But still, you want to like... Because you shoot that one, you're like, I'm going to keep the ball rolling oh, right yeah, into yeah. Minnesota. Well, the and then, off, right? Then you, like, you jump I'm... into Minnesota, then reality smacks you right oh, in the yeah. face. And you're like, oh... Yeah, I forgot. Why well, this sucks? <laughs> well, and it's not only that though, too. Like, like in my case, when I shot my literally the second day of opener, I it's one of those things you can. Ex- I have a I have a doe decoy at home, and I you know what I mean it's it's something. Yeah, like you can explore more. You can ex- explore and experiment, or you could do a ground and pound, no ground blind, just blend yourself in kind of thing. Like you can ex- you can experiment, and if it if it bites you in the ass, it's not as big of a loss. You know what I mean? As if have you had success with a doe, like decoy, or just a decoy in general? I've I've used it, and I've never... I've used it twice, and I haven't even I seen it like here. I feel like in Minnesota, I, it's we, almost we, pointless because, for some reason, it seems like the deer around here are way smarter than Well, we don't have Missouri, the, 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 the buck population. Yeah, the the buck population. Like, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, they have... Like, buck to doe ratio, they're way higher than us. Yeah. Like, Minnesota, we're like a one buck to ten doe ratio. Right. Down there, it's five bucks yeah. to 
it's four bucks to one dough down there. I mean, there's a lot more bucks down in those other states. Right. I don't know why that is. Better management. Better management, better freaking rifle seasons. <laughs> no wolves. No, no wolves. wolves. Yeah. <laughs> we can go on and on, but... Yeah, don't get us started on this. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's been a blast, honestly, yeah, with tonight. I'm... This yeah, year, I, I think, honestly, one point, this year, the stress going like, from coming to Nebraska with a deer, coming into Minnesota with a tag and North Dakota, starting this whole podcast, this whole page up, we've, I went into the you know year with the mentality, I'm filling every damn tag I have. How'd that work out for you? Two out of three, pretty good. That's, that's, those are, that's, that's good odds. That's batting average right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, it took forever though to get that second one down. Like it, I could I was shocked. He shot like what December thirteenth or yeah, something. Something like that. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, but no, Jess, it's been fun having you. Um, we're excited. I know yeah. Logan. I, I think you make a good team member. Yeah, I'm excited to see what we have to to come this fall and this spring and um, more podcasts. You know. Right. When you get that deer back, we'll score it. Yeah, scored on live. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't wait to get them back. I actually, I have both. I have a walleye from opening fishing coming back from, and then I have that deer. I haven't even. I haven't even been bugging him on it because I just. I just obviously I want him to take his time and do a <laughs> yeah. good job. But he 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 does really good work. I've seen it's so cool going in his basement, and he'll show me all these deer. He actually has one of the biggest six pointers I've ever seen honest to god one of I the biggest six, see that. with pop pop cans as bases and it's just a six pointer you know, dark chocolate antlers it's it's really cool but it's cool to go in his basement and just see everything that he oh, has yeah. every time you go to the taxidermist it's, it's right, well, I, I, my taxidermist trips are my favorite but yeah jess uh welcome to the group um everybody that's listening still keep my eye out for him he's danger <laughs> he is as Logan would say, he's a straight killer. Straight killer. Everyone else, have a good night or day whenever you're listening and keep chasing that tail. <laughs>